0: I was going to say, you know, <laughs> I learned by watching you, Dad. The older you get, the harder it is to keep
1: it hard, you know? Hey, you know, Man. it's like the doc said to the guy that was 72. You know, you got to use it every day. <laughs> or it goes away. Uh,
0: good, good, good <laughs> lessons. Welcome back to Torch of the Tavern. I'm your lesson master, Jameson Oxford. Uh, I, I think Strana might be the, the master of lessons because yeah. he just laid a good one on us. But uh, anyway... Uh, we are a 5th edition Roleplaying D&D <laughs> Welcome to... I'll take that again We're a 5th edition role play podcast that plays Dungeons & Dragons For the moment God that was horrible We're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast Focusing on character building and storytelling
2: Leave this all in
3: Take it again
0: Fuck you Jeff You're, you're bad We're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons We're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast It focuses on role-playing and storytelling.
2: We have done this for over a year. (laughs) Rebuttal. (laughs) Insert rebuttal there. You didn't have much. I got nothing.
0: Uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. We're horrible. Yeah, I'm your lesson master. And to my freaking left,
2: (laughs) I'm the master of lessons apparently because I just dropped one on Jay and fucked him up. (laughs) Uh, Randall playing the marquee, Dylan Bennett, the good boy. You know how it is. The city guard. I'm a rogue uh, fighter, uh, and I am the best at what I do. And what I do is really befuddle Ryan. Off the party. And speaking of which, to my left. Uh, it's Befuddlement. Bef- befuddlement,
3: the fucking Rogue Warlock. Nah, it's Roy, played by Ryan, and uh, like I said, Rogue Warlock, and I want to maybe cast a spell today. Is that okay? Whoa. Can I do that?
0: You do you, bud. Is it gonna hurt someone?
3: Cool. To my left.
4: If it's gonna hurt someone, i i, I don't know. I mean, you can heal him after, person to my left. I should. As a as a Paladin of Newman, I should. This is good old Sabobos, played by
2: Strana. Did we skip, Mitch? 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 Oh. I'm Mitch, you. That must be a problem with the connection. <laughs> must have been. We lost a match. Uh, hell has terrible Wi-Fi, trust me. Who's this dapper skeleton next to me?
4: <laughs> and to his bemusement. Yeah,
0: we keep saying left like that's a thing.
2: Shut up!
4: <gasps> Break the fiction. It's Jeff. That's right. Back again, ladies and gentlemen here to give you that sweet,
5: sweet, sweet... I have diabetes. Good. You don't need your legs. Oh, it's the Uh, holes in the feet. You gotta watch out for the holes in the feet. That super
4: sweet uh, sorcerer goodness with a side of the gentleman.
5: The skeleton. Mr. Mr. He
4: had to go get his
0: hat, but he did He had to lean away all the way from the microphone Just to get his fucking hat And you guys give me shit for not being (laughs) prepared
4: Excuse me, I'm writing down magical items For the future
0: Oh no, you're never getting gear again (laughs) Fuck you We spent way too much time on that This is what you get I mean, someone wanted to be sneaky with the gear I did get sneaky with the gear You're welcome Thank you Thank you, yeah, that's right You better thank me You of all
4: people Better fucking have the Jack next time, that's all I'm saying.
0: Guys, 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 the tavern looks horrible, please. Tavern keeping. Okay.
4: Ah, uh, yes, it's time. It's time
0: once more to- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shine the, the tables, get the chairs ready. We got company.
2: Jay, shut up, you're interrupting. again.
0: That's my life, that's my job. It's my right well, as the dungeon master.
4: Well, like you said, we're shining the tables, we're cleaning the floors. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again, to some tavern keeping. So what we're going to do today is something we do, you know, pretty often, and that is- Talk about the fact that we've got all kinds of ways to reach us, talk to us, interact with us. And let me tell you, let me tell you, there's a couple that you really just got to search them down. You got to find us. You got to find us out there on the Facebook. Tell them what the Facebook is.
3: The Facebook is at Torchlet
4: Tavern. You got to find us on the Twitter. Tell them what the Twitter is. At Torchlet Tavern. It's so easy. And of course, you can find us on the on the interwebs with our own very personal, very customized website. Tell them what the website is
3: www.torchlettavern.com
4: And if you want to help share us, you know, on the Facebooks, the on the on the twatters, so on and so forth, we've got a handy-dandy hashtag covers all of that for you. Tell them what the hashtag is.
3: It's Tavern boys. Mm.
0: Without the boys. Yeah. Torchlet's one word. Hashtag tavern. Thank you.
3: If you boys. want to start the
4: hashtag tor- Torchlight Tavern Boys as well, we will also search that and see what happens.
0: It's so easy, we have to make it difficult. That's
4: right. Fuck it. And if you want to come and support us on a, on just a whole nother level, we've got a Patreon. What's the Patreon?
0: It
3: is patreon.com slash Torchlight Tavern.
4: That, that one? See,
0: I like I said, we've got to make it hard because we're too easy to find.
4: Too easy to find. It's so easy that we're going to make it more difficult. In fact... For you to figure it out. It's just kidding. So no, we not.
0: Easy. It's really not hard. Just t- okay. So, if you're new to a pull computer, out your Google, you, you turn on your computer pull out or your, out your phone, you go into the search bar, and you just type in torchlit one word tavern. That's the tricky bit. Torchlit one word because that's bad English. But we're bad at everything, so we thought we should throw that in there.
4: Winks with both eyes. So torchlit
0: tavern, and if you Google that, you'll find me. You'll find me so good. I'll be waiting. I'm ready. I've got the mayonnaise.
4: Um. And once you find us, um, yeah. Once you find us on the on the Patreon, keep in mind we got a bunch of tiers in the new tier we're just opening up right now. It's the it's the exclusive. It's the exciting. It's the executive twenty dollar tier. If you sign up for that twenty dollar tier, you're gonna get a special gift. Anybody want to tell them what the special gift
1: is? What we have is a beautiful example of a dice tower, nicely formatted as a tree with a small tray. Ensure that your rolls are truly random, so that your GM does not bitch at you. And accuse you of
0: rolling too many 20s like I do to Strana every day. Can I say that I love Strana's Antiques Roadshow voice?
4: It's great. And last but not least, I just want to let you know, thank you for listening. We love you. And we want to get some of that love back. So feel free to rate and review us and share us and... Spread it like a good, Jar of good soft cheese. Or a, you know what? <laughs> that also spreads. Most I mean, at least I it's not put fucking, mayonnaise on my sandwiches. At least
3: it's not Miracle Whip, I guess.
0: Oh, no. Fucking Miracle Whip is goblin semen. It, Gross. It, it,
4: you yeah. got to get that olive oil. Okay. <sighs>
0: anyway! Oil getting back
4: to the good, good gameplay.
0: I do apologize to anyone who doesn't like listening to a shot, but it is part of Dungeons and & Dragons and it must be done. Hopefully... We kept it funny, and we kept it light, and uh, we are done. We're done with the shopping. Everybody has new gear, uh, except for Bruce, who I will address later on. Uh, I'm not going to forget Mitch, no matter how many times he accuses me of doing so. Who? It's that other guy. What guy? You know, big, (laughs) has a beard. Speaking of Bruce, we open up this game. Bruce is missing. Roy, you, you had time to kill we find you sitting in the tinderbox in the back corner. You're sitting in one of the chairs at the back table. It's covered in old newspapers. There's a very large old chair that sits empty. Next to it and you is a dog with his head down, and leaning against the table is a, very, is a big, long fishing pole. The newspapers are old and musty. No one's read them in a while. It looks like Kendra keeps putting them there. The cat comes down the steps and rubs against Roy's leg.
3: I go down, I just go, and I stroke both the dog and the cat intermittently, and I uh, just kind of stare at the chair. In fact, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to climb up on that chair, but not in the seat. going to go up to the top half and just kind of sit on what is essentially the shoulder of a chair, and just kind of look down and say to myself, it's not the same.
0: You know that Granlin and the church, being the only, like most powerful allies that you have at your bidding... Granlin's been doing research. Uh The name that you guys overheard, you gave it to her. And she told you that maybe with the name and some extra things, she might be able to summon Bruce. But as far as, like, she's been working on it. Because summoning somebody bodily into the world so that they could stay is a, it's expensive and it's arduous. And it takes a lot of research and preparation. She told you that maybe next week she'd be ready to, to bring Bruce back. So that gives you hope. But for now, you just have to wait. What do you do while you wait? Kind I just
3: tap my foot here.
0: <laughs> uh, you, you, you're, you, so you're sitting in the chair staring at it, and uh you're you're there for a while, sort of brooding and thinking about stuff, and right Yeah, I'll It's almost nine. Okay. You uh you said that you would go check in on the Dylan. We need to we need to get Dylan. We'll get Dylan. We need to we need to find him and do anything necessary, Roy, to
3: get the I mean the people the people leave at nine the guards leave at nine thirty. He's not really alone till ten. We
0: need to get the compass back, Roy. We need to move. Why though? Why 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 do I have to? Excuse
3: me, Roy? What? Why me? I didn't come here to do your fucking bidding. Roy, it's, 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 Im- it's important. I, I didn't, I didn't come, I didn't come here to be your puppet. I'm not your doll, your little plaything. I'm just fucking, I,
0: why do I have to do it? So, she's taken to actually, like, forming a ghostly image and it's sitting across the table from you. Dylan was right there. You could have won to him. I could not. His soul be along to another. He was, I couldn't. Roy,
3: don't make me say it. Would it change my mind? Would it suddenly give me this newfound sense of purpose? Because I was happy just kind of fucking surviving. That's all I've really been doing my entire life. Just kind of getting by. And now I have all this shit to worry about because of you. I've been pretty, I've been pretty just on board just because there's really nothing I can fucking do about it. But why? A crucible cry, Roy. Give me a good reason.
0: What do I get out of this? You, You save the world, Roy. You'll be a hero.
3: What's the world done for me, Avil? Why should I give a fuck? We don't have time for your personal crisis. Then you fucking go get it. She she like, stands up. All I've been doing is helping you with your personal crisis. It,
0: <laughs> she pounds her fist on the table, but that only demonstrates, it makes no noise. And it make it demonstrates the fact that she can't do it. Damn thing. You want the truth, Roy? You want me to say it? The truth is, is that there's nothing special about you. You were there at the right time to save me. And without you there, I'd be dead. Anyone could have shown up. Anyone at all. But it was you, Roy. You're all I've got. I can't just switch from you. There's nothing that I have to say. You're all that I have. But you... You weren't picked, Roy. You're not... Special.
3: But still, me. I still got to do it.
0: Who else, right?
3: Let's fucking go.
0: So, where do you go?
3: Slowly to Dylan's, I suppose.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know where Dylan's place is. Uh, Molian told you that, that they'd been tailing him. Uh, you, you've been warned by Darius not to attack Dylan, uh, but he never really like told you the reason. You, you guessed that... Somebody in the watch vouched for him, which you've got you, you know that the watch and the Thieves Guild have a sword weird alliance. Uh, but you do know that you you're not the same. You don't just do what they say, but there's somebody in the in the City Watch who Darius does listen to. Just outside of the street where Dylan's house you know to be is, you you see walking down the street ahead of you, a tall six foot six and one sixth figure wearing a black hat that you know very well, and he's swiftly moving toward Dylan's home.
2: Quick just reference for myself. It is a two-story home, right? Yes. Like, I'm trying to paint a
0: picture. Yeah, it, it I, is a large merchant-style manor house. Uh, Well, not manor house. It's a mansion. Yeah, it's a mansion. It's a mansion within the city. Uh, It's just off of Trade Street. Uh, Jeff, mm-hmm. your character's moving in. Uh, Roy's coming around a corner, and he sees you moving swiftly down the street toward Dylan's home aviel um, has been silent she curses It's
4: telling me I notice them and just simply in-
5: Increase my pace
3: Grim why are we going the same direction
5: Roy I'm sure you know exactly why we're going the same direction
4: Then you might want to slow your pace Because he's not alone I take my pace down a notch And I turn to him How do you know this information
0: I caught up with him earlier You guys find yourself standing outside his door. You guys come up short as you're finishing the conversation. He's guarded until ten. Right, as you realize that, you hear uh, the sound of somebody speaking. A door is beginning to open. Do you guys do anything? Because it doesn't sound like Dylan.
4: Uh, Yeah, I go invisible. I book around the corner.
0: All right. Outside steps a couple of uh, palace guard who nod at someone behind the door and say, You sure?
2: You don't want us to stay? Um no, I'm planning to do some painting tonight and I don't quite like an audience when I do it. Very well, captain. Uh yes, uh, have a good day. Oh, and uh make sure your wife uh got that recipe okay? I wasn't sure if the messenger got the right address. Uh yes, it was
0: it was much appreciated. And they go they say thank you again and they uh they they go
2: off. Have a good night. Night, Master Bennett. Close the door.
4: Uh, what do you guys do? I look for a a open window or any way that I can. I look for an entrance. Any any entrance visible? Do you want me to roll for that? Uh,
0: yeah, do uh, an investigation or a perception. Are they gone? Yeah, they walk right, on down just, the road.
3: While Grim's doing all that and wasting his time, I'm gonna knock.
4: <laughs> it's uh, okay. He, you can't see me wasting my time. So, <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, Dylan kind of stutter steps and goes, "What the?" I mean I guess if they're waiting, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Always punctual Roy. Really. Turns around, opens the door, looks around, then looks down. Hello.
3: Graham's hair too.
2: Magic or yeah. is he, it looks up in the air a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh, I didn't
2: I did not invite him, by the way. Oh.
4: Well So I rolled a ten. <laughs> from what you can see,
0: every window is barred, every door is shut. The windows are... It, it has expensive locks and solid glass windows.
2: Uh, as Dylan kind of gestures for Roy to come in, he's like, well, if he wants to come in, and he kind of smudges a line of salt by the door. I guess I wasn't expecting him. I... Hold on,
0: hold on. Let me let me address that. Roy can cross
2: that. Oh, Roy can cross it? I was Roy like,
0: can cross that. So do you want to smudge it or not?
2: No. Okay. He invites you in. Uh, I gesture for Roy to enter. I enter as
0: you enter. Um, you feel a jerking motion, like like falling. You know, like when your chair tips too far for backward. There's like that that panicked mo- moment of falling, and you look back and you see that veal has come up short and has been has been left behind at the doorframe, and she's staring down at a line of white that has been poured out on the on the uh, on the frame. Oh,
2: what seeing Roy kind of. I was like uh you okay
0: uh Roy, careful this he, he's got he's trapped you what
2: what what is this the uh, assault four in case a lord of autumn or whatever sends his minions to kill me in the night it's fair um she she looks at the door frame and she's like he's also bounded in cold iron Roy I can't join you um, I got the kettle on uh, Is there any specific tea you like? I was
0: She's like pounding on an invisible wall She's panicked
2: <laughs> I was planning to make Griffin Port breakfast But if you want like Duke Grey instead I can put that on
3: <laughs> Breakfast is fine uh, okay, okay. Go, go ahead I'll I'll take care of the door
2: uh, yeah, you're going to smudge a salt line, because if my theory's correct, I'll by the door, right?
3: Uh, yeah, but now I'm kind of debating on whether or not I want to leave her there.
2: Well, if you want to talk just me and you, you're more than welcome to leave it alone, but I'm asking you to trust me, so up to you. And I leave the door alone, and I walk to go get the kettle.
0: She's making eye contact with you, Roy, and she's like, Roy, be careful. My powers can't aid you in there. Don't, don't go far. Grim, what do you do? What are you up to?
4: Can I teleport in there? Do you try? I mean, I watched that go down, so I'm like, mm. But that's the thing, <laughs> I, should have a, I should have enough magical knowledge. Can I make a roll? Yeah, roll, roll me Can our to, uh, It's a good roll.
2: <laughs> he promises. Yeah.
4: 24. 24,
0: yeah. You, you know that normally someone could. I mean, unless he has other methods of protection. But basically... I've given you a few little nice things just for being fairy. This is mm-hmm. one of the drawbacks. You could not cross that barrier, as far as you know, any more than a veal can. You know if you cast teleport, you would end up right back where you cast it. You'd flicker out, your magic would bounce against the barrier without an invitation. You cannot enter this home. Okay. Unless somehow the spell is broken, so to speak.
4: Right. Unless I am unless I'm able to enter through a porthole that's not cold steel. Yeah, if you
0: can find a way in, then yes.
4: Okay, well. And you can start pitching ideas if you want to really get to it. Yeah, do they have a chimney? Yeah. Is that bound in cold steel?
2: Well. It might It might not be in use uh, yeah, No, no. I'm gonna say that it is in use.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's a
2: roaring fire. That's fine. It has been cold lately, so that makes sense, actually. It, the weather's tracks. been all over the place.
3: I mean, you gotta boil tea on something, right?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, but so for the confines of this, this is going to bounce off of you. For the confines of this, I couldn't go through the door or the windows because they are bound. But if there is a opening that is unbound, why could I not teleport?
0: The teleportation will not work because it is operating under- Line of under sight. Line of sight, yes. And just straight up old school home magic. You're not invited. Which means that your, your power doesn't work here.
4: Okay. Well, uh-
0: Anybody who reads- the Dresden Files, I'm going to get real. I love their lore. Even if you do find a way in without an invitation, it might be like kind of like a veal. Your powers don't work here. You can be there physically, but you'll be leaving your magic power at the door. Dylan.
2: Uh Yeah. Do you take sugar, by the way? Lots. Um, Lots? Okay. I'll bring the jar.
3: Can I ask you to invite a veal in?
4: I'm going to... I'm going to jump down the chimney, and as I reach the bottom, use prestidigitation to put the fire out.
0: Uh, your prestidigitation doesn't work. Oh. You've left your power at
4: the threshold. Well, I meant, like, can I prestidigitation down the, down to uh, the fire? You can,
0: you can move down the chimney in a controlled way, but it is all physical.
4: No, I meant, like, can I shoot my prestidigitation no. down no. the chimney?
0: No, what part of this don't you get? Your Fair power's right. left at the door. I'm still at the door. Dylan? Dylan? Uh,
3: yes? C- could you please invite a in? See, I would, but... This is mainly just to piss off Grim. <laughs> this is, uh, this isn't a I'm going to harm you kind of thing.
2: I will not for
3: the sake of this conversation.
2: But, uh, fuck Grim. So, yeah? So, you wanna go, wanna have some tea and some cookies? Uh, t- in concrete terms, short of beginning, like... To tear apart
0: his home, it's going to be difficult for you to get in there with power. Like right. if you go in there, you're, you've are you got to put yourself at a disadvantage. You went to his home.
4: And I consider destroying his home, but I've decided against it. I'm going to take my hat off. I'm going to put my fancier stuff in my hat, my coat <laughs> and, and such in my hat. I'm going to put my hat cast unseen servant and then have it hold my hat outside.
2: <laughs> that's great. That's actually so fucking Yeah, good. that's good.
4: I'm going to jump down the fucking chimney and then roll out of the fire. <laughs> All right, give me pat myself to poff.
0: Give me an acrobatics check as uh as you guys are pouring 17 tea and arguing. Uh you hear the in front of the fireplace. You're arguing about trying to get veal invited and a pile of bones tumbles <laughs> through the fireplace.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm still wearing my my chain shirt okay. and my it's pants. It's a pile of
0: bones wrapped in a chain shirt. And, and my boots. I didn't and take your my boots. boots off. Tumbles through the fire and comes up uh, rather, rather acrobatically, sort of just in front of the fireplace, brushing embers off. You are going to take 2d6 fire damage.
4: Two whole d6? It's a roaring fire. A 10 damage. Okay, I'll take the 10 damage.
0: As your conversation is interrupted. So... Um, Oville really starts to panic that you're alone in a room with Grimm. And Dylan, she's just beating on that door. Just hold
3: hold
2: on, okay? I, I wasn't, ex- you know what? Noted. <laughs> 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 wasn't expecting the
3: chimney. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you would just come to the door with me like a uh, gentleman.
0: I would really love for somebody to address the fact that you need three cups of tea now. <laughs>
2: Dylan goes back and finds a platter now. <laughs> God damn it. Now it's a party. Um See, Roy, what I was saying was, as much as I would like to not piss you off in this moment and just have a nice conversation, I also know what patrons can do to people when they have control of a body, so it might not be a matter of me not pissing you off.
3: That's fair, but now also Grimm is in the room, and uh, it kind of pertains to... The three of us, I suppose. I... And she's kind of always been
2: here every time we've talked anyway? Yeah. Mr. Grimm, would you like a moist towel, by the way?
5: Just a... No, I'm fine. Uh, I appreciate your hospitality. Okay. Uh... Do you? That being said, we need to have words.
2: I imagine. Hmm. Uh... I didn't see you outside, but. Uh, anyways, uh, my den's this way, and I carry the platter with the teapot, a few cups, sugar. O'Veal is shaking
3: her head and screaming outside. If she promises to do no harm,
2: can she come in? I could trust you to not stab me if we're talking. Even Mr. Grimm here, if he wants to know something, won't stab me.
5: Not first.
3: Will you come to the door and at least talk to her, then? Roy, this is a hard no.
5: Dylan, I'm sure you know why I'm here.
2: I'm sure there's many reasons why people are here, but the den's this way. I have and I, he drags one one hand's dragging another seat. I wasn't expecting a third person. My bad.
5: Neither was I. Oh. Yes, well, you should always be expecting.
2: Well, I've read a lot about what to do when you're expecting, but it's a completely different <sighs> topic. So you're in the other room. <laughs> And I set the chair down, and the room is, like, a makeshift library now at this point. There's stacks of books everywhere, journals, paintings. This is basically paintings.
0: an old city home for Dylan's family. This home was given to you to use by your father when you started to do what he
2: wanted. And there's a lot of paintings. There's paintings of, like, darkened images, but if you, like, read the outline and look at it, it it's like, oh, that's a Roy. Oh, that's a Grimm. Oh, that's a Bruce. You know, and, but it's like darkened, so you can't really tell who it Do you is. Sign your paintings, Dylan or Damon? Nothing. No signature. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dylan will sign him when he's good and ready to sign him. He only signs. Th- he only signs things he loves. The, the
0: art concept that it's never truly finished.
2: Yes. So Dylan sets down the platter. He pours a cup of tea, loads of sugar for Roy's, and he takes his without anything. And he kind of sets a cup and pours a glass uh, uh, of tea for Grim, but he's not sure how that works.
4: Grim, uh, do you have a, a a sugar bowl there? Yes. Grim puts two scoops of sugar into his.
2: Very
0: like things sweet.
2: There's also cream and there's what have you. And Dylan sits down.
4: Yeah, he he also he has his he has his tea English, so he gladly
2: puts oh, some yeah, cream. In absolutely, it well. a gentleman. Yeah, uh,
3: Roy's is mostly cream and sugar at this point. Uh-huh.
2: More cream and sugar than tea. <laughs> Very halfling. Dylan sits down, still in his full uniform, still has all his gear on him because he just finished with the palace guard. He sits down and looks at both of you before saying, so, how can I help you? Where's the compass?
5: Where is the mantle?
2: Both answers are not with me.
5: Perfect. I need more than that.
2: I understand that. The thing is, you guys are probably very pissed at me, correct?
5: I'm not happy with you, but... Here's the deal, Dylan. You and I both know that there is a lot around the corner for our worlds, for your city, for your people. And what I want involves mine and yours. So simply, I've decided to take a different route with you. I want to know where it is so that I may ensure that in the future, your problems aren't so entangled with my problems. If
2: you would like a simple answer of how to solve your problem, then I would recommend signing up for the local army. We are in need of soldiers for our invasion of Bree.
5: You are more than aware that I cannot sign up for your army. You are a lot of things, Dylan, but I paint you no fool.
3: Dylan, do you have a rent? A writ? Yeah.
2: To sign up?
5: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Here you go. Just
3: going to go ahead and pocket that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was easy. Uh, Way to go. Sign up and turn it into a local officer and get you conscripted. And uh, Mr. Grimm, to answer your question, I believe a flesh mask and your friends at the Church of Moors, uh, the priests, can more than accommodate you with a fake name or fake identity. Or you could talk to the Thieves' Guild, or you could talk to the Thieves' Guild, who also know a lot of people and have a lot of expertise with creating fake identities. I know this because I sold them mine.
5: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dylan. Dylan, do you need to make things difficult at every turn, or is it just a compulsion of yours?
2: I think it's a little of both, but to be honest, right now, I'm actually helping you. Now, you see, helping me would have just
3: been you know giving me the compass and like earlier you know we went through a bunch of bullshit together to try and get the compass and then I- I you know, said hey it. and then you said hey trust me and then i said you know what i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for once because you know we've kind of come to a better understanding these days am i wrong no you're correct i've we've been trying to give each other let's say inches things have been a lot more cool these days And then, when I decided to trust you, you went ahead and handed it away.
5: Betrayed that trust, yes. And
3: then not only that, you didn't stay to explain that. You ran from me. Would
2: you like to know why I did what I did? Yes, Dylan, that's why I'm here. Let's run through a theoretical then. Let's say you took that compass. Where would you be right now? Not in your home, wasting time. Yeah, correct. You wouldn't be around your friends who could help you. You wouldn't be around anyone with any sort of reason to care at all for you. You would actually be in about a six foot deep ditch being buried as your patron led you to your death again. Again? This sounds. Yes. Are, are we talking about me here? Yes, because your patron led you to that compass over and over again, no matter what risk may have befallen you. If you had died. She would have just picked some random guy on the street, anyone at all, and said, Hey, you're going to be special. You're going to be great. You're going to be powerful. Just find me my compass. And she would have just continued the path. It wouldn't have mattered.
3: If I had died, she probably would have died. Roy. Right. But also, I'm aware of that. I'm not happy about it. I didn't ask to be here. But, sadly enough, I have nothing better to do.
2: Right. Right. The thing is I actually give a shit about you, even if you don't give a shit about you.
5: I love your little heart to hearts. Mortal and mortal really just bonding. Get on with it. There we go. Better better. But all of this will mean nothing soon. And I've tried, and by all of the gods that you know and I know, I have tried to stress these points to you and yet somehow all of you to my exasperation think that it's some sort of game we're playing it's not this isn't chess or checkers or cards or dice this is a situation in which not just your lives are on the line not just my life is on the line not hundreds Thousands, but millions. So I would appreciate that we forego the cat and mouse, the back and forth, the dumb diatribe that you apparently survive off of, and simply give me the answers I'm looking for. I don't plan to go off half-cocked. I'm not going to start some trouble. I plan on formulating... A plan and going through with it and joining the army is not a viable version of that plan.
2: Mr. Grimm, you said I am no fool, and yet you are treating me like a child you are lecturing because he got a bad test grade. I have been working, I have been dealing with this since a ship landed on my front yard, so what I'm doing is making sure that you all don't die so I can fix this problem. Just because you don't understand what I'm doing doesn't mean I'm wrong. It just means you don't understand. I have an army marching to take your mantle back. You have a guy named Evan.
5: You have an army that is ill informed, that plans to take advantage of something that it knows nothing about just like whoever owns it now. You may have a plan, but the longer you keep me in the dark, the worse your plan gets. You may not understand this, but as much information as I've divulged is not even the beginning of what I know. If you really were to have a plan, if you really wanted to be doing something, then you would as opposed to Playing at some version of Mastermind, you would do the smart thing and at least loop me in. But instead, you have, at every turn, cut me short.
2: At every turn I cut you short because if, I believe if I give you an inch, you will cut my head off. And you will also cut the heads off of literally everyone in your way. And that's the problem, Mr. Grimm. Is you see an end game, I see the game entirely. You're treating me like I'm some idiot who sees this as checkers, Chess, <laughs> No. I'm trying to save as many lives as I can and save the goddamn world. You're just trying to get your fucking toy back. I'm gonna get the mantle back, and I'm gonna give it to you, and you're gonna fucking like it when you go back to the Feywild. Got it?
5: The entirety of his skeleton lights up, and he proceeds if you haven't in this entire time where i have sewn together this group that has tried it seemingly several if not infinite turns to pull apart if you have not seen that i have worked on not just saving not just returning something but saving us all then you sir are an imbecile and i'm sorry i thought different of you this entire time I have been working towards saving something I don't even care about because it is all tied together. And yes, I do see it in game, but I see the path on the way there as well. It is not simply a means to an end. It is the fact that all of us are tied together. And I understand that better than you will ever fathom, sir.
2: You should really join the army if you really want your mantle. And, um, Mr. Grimm, you are not welcome.
0: When you say those words, Grimm gets lifted out of his chair and carried by an unseen force to the outside door, which slams open and leaves him standing outside. His unseen servant is sitting in the rain, uh, trying to keep the rain off of the clothing. Roy, would you like a cookie?
5: While the door's open, I'll remember this.
3: Yes. Oh, here you go. One more thing, Dylan. Um... Before I head out here, we're pretty much done for the
2: most part. Why to the army? Why couldn't we just handle this ourselves? Because the King of Hell holds your mantle in the palm of his hand, and I refuse to let a single one of my friends die. Dylan pulls out something from his pocket and throws it to Roy. Here you go. That's a ring of protection. Thanks. I had other things, but, uh, well, it's only you. Speaking of Hell,
3: do you know what could help us get Bruce back? Granlin has said that they are attempting to permanently summon Bruce back, and they need items that are tied to him, of importance I suppose. We've got a few of them, do you have any more insight on that?
2: Dylan kind of pauses as he thinks for a moment goes, uh, he walks over to a cupboard that has multiple locks on it, and he undoes them, and he opens it and it's barren except for one thing that he pulls out and hands to Roy which is a very old and beaten to shit fishing rod that Bruce gave to Dylan a long time ago which was Bruce's original fishing rod you already have a fishing rod not this one this is Bruce's original fishing rod his oldest rod if it's
3: better than the one we have thank you I'll take it to gr- I'll take it to Grambling.
2: And, uh, Roy? Yeah. I'm not the bad guy this time. I really want you to know that. And, uh, if you end up deciding to kill me, just give me a heads up. Don't give me a reason. You know, I've been trying to do that since we met. I'm not really good at it.
0: Roy, as you leave, um, you find a veal. The rain can't touch her, but... Like, she looks weak, as if her hair has been matted down by heavy rain anyway. And she looks shriveled and quiet and shivering in, like, s- sitting in
4: the doorway. Hey, does the rain freeze as it passes through her spectral form? No. <laughs>
0: yes. Hey, It turns into hail as it passes through her head. She looks super weak. In the amount of time you've been away from her, it looks like she has wasted away. She looks much like she used to look when you first got together
3: I kind of I, I just open the door and I just kind of stare at her as she looks like
0: this she looks up at you and in a quiet tone of voice it has to be you right it has to be you and she kind of gets kind of touches you again and connects with you again and you can feel her already start to feel better Akushil Mukri, right Please don't, don't leave me behind again.
3: I'll try not to.
0: Where's Strom? Right here. Ooh, we've totally left out. Hey, he's still here. Cool. Uh, I really sorry that that cut you out of this ep a lot. We will see what, if we can get Bapadopolis's things. And who? Ah, fuck. So Bobos says. You cursed yourself. You cursed yourself this time. I did, <laughs> man. All right. So we start out, it's early, early morning. The following day the sun is shining it rained all night you are standing in the altar room in front of Car- it's uh karnak talmir uh karnak talmir is the high pri- priest of the hand of newman and he's currently laying into daedalus uh you're standing behind him at attention okay daedalus what were you thinking you've gone against creek you've gone against your entire order what am i supposed to do with you you hear some, from Tobobos, He pulls out a little book, and he's flipping through it, looking at words. A book. Uh, is it? It's the it's the the Light of Newman, the Holy Book. <laughs> of course. Yes. The Miniaturized, condensed version. Illustrated.
4: Of course, has to be.
0: Yeah, gotta be. Daedalus, I I need you to get your things together and go find Krieg and join up with him. He's he's taken the compass and he's going to go get this mantle for us. This power source. We need it. You know we need it for the next section of our plans. And Daedalus is standing quietly, just sort of being- he's been laid into for the last half hour. Karnak is gently but firmly shitting all over him. Uh, Sobobos, you've been watching Daedalus take it for a while. Daedalus kind of finally looks up at Karnak. He's like, I won't. I won't do it. What do you mean you won't do it? I can't. Newman- ...has led me to believe that I shouldn't do it. I am the voice of Newman. What makes you think you- Newman doesn't speak to fists. Wait, wait.
4: But isn't it here in the scriptures? So, Bobos. Yes. You will speak when spoken to. But- No, that's- Wait, wait, that's another one.
0: That's- That's on this page. Just a second. He's like, Cherubim Daedalus, if you will not follow our orders, then I will hereby strike you from the ranks of the fists of Newman. Uh, Daedalus is already unbuckling his armor. Oh, no, no. no see, it says, right here... Sabobos, w- What? I told you. Remember what we said? Wait. Sabobos mm. acted... What page? What against page was that on? the wishes of the group because he believed in lies that I told him. And I firmly am stating this, on the record, that Sabobos acted valiantly and courageously in the line of duty, and it is my fault. And you will find that that information is backed by every paladin that we came across in the crisis. And if I need to step down, he takes off his armor and he drops it in front of the priest. And he says, then so be it. Right. And he steps up next to you, Sebobos, as he's walking out. He's like, just shut up for once, Sebobos, let it be. And he hands you his shield, which I've added to your inventory. I I saw that. It's
4: like, I I grab my and you just see me going, just lips puckering, just going...
5: (laughs) Mm.
0: if you want to whisper anything to daedalus he's walking away but basically he's going to leave you alone with karnak now i whisper in a strained whisper the kids need
4: learning i'm
0: way ahead of you bud and he pats you on the shoulder and he hands you a shield and he walks away right. do you want to say anything to karnak or do you want to just avoid this man i have some questions sorry right. you always do Sibobos. So... I've never known anyone quite as versed in the scripture as you. It, it's... I got, the, I got it miniaturized. So I can take it everywhere. Yes, it's quite impressive that you can read that.
4: Well, you know, you, you, you just have one of these. They, they have to grind it, and then you can look
0: through it. <sighs> what What do you want, Sebovis? You know that I, you are under my ire. Daedalus has vouched for you, but as you've just seen, he's been excommunicated. Wait, what does ire mean? <sighs> it means that you are under my severe dis... <sighs> It means I'm angry with you.
4: Anger, right. Ire, ire equals...
3: Sounded like echo communicated for me. I said it. It was excommunicated for me.
0: Okay. (laughs) He was echo communicated. We sent him to live with the dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) The paladins of the sea. (laughs) The paladins of the sea, yes. (laughs) Don't fall in the water if you're evil. True true story.
4: That is canon now. So, so Garnak, let me, okay. So... Wait. Yes, Sabobos. So I had a thought. Nope, I
0: lost the thought. I I, I lost the thought. Is that... Will that be it, Sabobos? So
4: Should I polish my armor? Always. Go do that, please. Polishing armor, yes, yeah.
0: We are holding mass in an hour. Go get oh, ready.
5: Oh,
4: mass. Gotta... gotta what if I
0: bring some of the kids? <sighs> Whatever you want. Just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So our final scene... Uh, Dylan, it's the following morning, as I said, and uh, your mother has... She's been harping on you. Ever since you, you came back, she's gotten a lot better. Her health seemed to be very much tied to the fact that her son, she thought he was dead. Uh, we haven't really addressed your relationship with your mother. I think it need it can go mostly unsaid, but she's she wants you to come to church. This is her, your of family's course, religion, and so...
2: In a heartbeat. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, you're sitting there in a pew, and... We find Dylan at the Church of Newman on the day of sermons. The church's magnificent, gilded facade shines brightly in the morning sun. In the courtyard, a clambering mass of common folk fight over a good spot to listen to the magically telegraphed sermon of Karnak Tal. I am terrible at my own names, of Karnak Tal Opal. While a team of Dorvan smiths work diligently on a large, half-finished statue, the base bearing a plaque reading, The Hero of Griffinport, William Dimitri, His sacrifice shines a light on all our failings. Inside a series of comfortable, furnished pews seats a large number of Griffinport human nobles and royal attendees, all eagerly awaiting today's religious rites. Dylan sits next to his mother, whose health has improved since the return of her son from apparent death. And with her health has come her religious certainty that Newman will help settle her rambunctious and wayward boy. (laughs) Certainty that Dylan has willingly entertained for her sake. The high priest Karnak stands behind a pearl inlaid pulpit, looking out over his flock, and he begins to speak. Welcome, congregation. In these times of strife, it is good to see such true worshippers as yourselves. Newman's light shines upon you all, his true people. I say again, these are dark times. An attack was perpetrated upon this very church. Not long ago, agents of the deceiver himself tried to destroy us. An attack stopped by one of our very own, William Dimitri. A common man great of courage, if not in station. Whose statue we are building at this very moment out front. His heroism will be remembered thanks to the generous donations of our good king regent, Robert II. And he nods, and at the front pew you see, the deuce. Newman protects us. And we, the chosen worshippers, were never in any real danger. For Newman works in mysterious ways, somehow placing a lowly driver in the path of an evil cult. Newman protects us. But for how long? The weather shows us Newman's displeasure. His wrath is growing, for we have been wicked and slothful. We have let his enemies grow stronger. We have let the enemies of mankind to grow too brazen. They attack us because they think we are weak. We have shown too much temperance. Our charity and goodwill towards the world has only allowed an assault upon us. We have shown the hand of Newman more than the fist. But Newman gives to us the tools we need to better the world, and show us signs so that we may know his will. The signs are here, my children. I have seen a vision from on high. A new weapon against evil has made itself known to me. A piece of divinity that Newman, in his mysterious ways, has placed in our grasp. I, Karnak, and the Holy Hands of Newman have been tirelessly working on a holy mission. We work now to bring forth the Dawn. And while the Hand prepares to spread the light like never before, our sacred brothers, the Fists of Newman, led by Seraphim Krieg himself, march to lead the fight against our enemies. With the help of King Robert and Will and Bennett's armies, and upon their return, we will bring forth the dawn. A new age beginning right here in Griffinport. Soon Newman's light will wash away the wicked and unclean. The non-believers will be shown the truth of his radiance. Bring Bring forth the dawn. Bring forth the dawn.
2: Bring forth the dawn. 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 Bring forth the dawn 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 Dog. Dog?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members in the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories. We love your engagement and we love to entertain you guys. So thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with The Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter, and we have established a Patreon at patreon.com/torchlittavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. Alright, have a good night everybody, we'll see you next time. You can find me,
0: Jameson Oxford, at something, something master on Twitter.
3: And you can find me Ryan, aka Roy, at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter.
2: And I'm Randall. And if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there.
4: This is Jeff, still playing the o Man himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man.
5: You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You
4: shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchland Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, Warlock.